welcome to my podcast. My name is Amgeso Chuma and this is From My Heart where I share my experiences, my thoughts, my views, my lessons. Basically, the intention of this podcast is to speak from my heart and to speak from a place of truth and to speak from a place of, you know what, I'm not perfect. I have done things that I'm not proud of. I'm still learning. I'm still growing. But even in my pursuit of growth, I'm still struggling in so many areas. But you know what? Um, I'm learning, you know, and I want to be, I want to be better. So I turned 36 on the 26th of October. I was so excited. I was so happy. You know, I don't take life for granted. I don't take another year for granted because other people do not make it. You know, I've seen young people um, dying. You know, and and sometimes you you think that it's your right to be alive. You think that. Um, others will die early and you live longer like life is not guaranteed like every day is not guaranteed so that's how I live my life now um, and I write in my gratitude journal that every day that I'm grateful for life just waking up in the morning I'm grateful you know because life is not guaranteed we take it for granted so I was so excited and I was happy that I'm no longer a youthy that's what I call youth <laughs> I'm no longer a youthy I'm now an elder <laughs> so I was so happy so what I usually do on my birthdays, because I'm not a party person, I'm such a boring person, if I may say, like I hardly go out. If I do go out, it's mostly for, you know, to for food because I love food. So I hardly go out, I hardly party. So I think the only party that I ever held in my life was when I turned 18, you know, because I'm not a... I'm not a party person. So what I do usually for my birthday, um, I started this habit of taking time to reflect on my life and try to see what I'd learned and what I want to do uh, going forward. And the other years, what I what I did was fast and pray. Like I would go for a month just fasting and praying, but this time I did not do it like that. So, but I'll probably take time, create time from. For me to be able to do that, you know, just to align myself with what I believe um, the God of Universe wants me <laughs> wants me to do. So, but what I make sure that I do is to write down my lessons and what I want to do um, moving forward. So I did write my lessons, but initially I wanted to do 36 lessons. I wanted to share with you the 36 lessons that I learned. But I thought mm, to be too long for an episode, so I will try to do as many lessons I can. But being mindful of the time because I don't think anyone has the time to be listening to me speak the whole day. <laughs> so anyway, thank you for taking your time to listen to my podcast. So my first lesson actually um, is um, last year I discovered um, this concept of self-awareness and 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 learning about your weaknesses, learning about your strengths, and developing yourself, and 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 and, and wanting and desiring to be a better person, not just wanting and desiring, but being intentional. Like I I I stole my friend's words. She likes to say intentional, so I love that word now. So she's always saying you need to be intentional about doing things, about your growth, about about so many things. So. So I learned last year about being intentional when it comes to self-development and, and growing as a human being. So I've not, I think I ran with that, you know, so I've been really 
uh, big on that. So I also started sharing with others, like I've been invited to speak and to facilitate on, on personal development. And I'm happy because it pushes me as well to work on myself because you can't preach one thing that you're not doing, you know. Um, so one of the aspects of personal development it speaks on asking your friends, your family uh, members and anyone really that that you know to give feedback on on what you need to work on. So recently I had a conversation with a friend of mine because someone had recommended me to be one of the panelists for um, a conversation on, what is it called, on Zimbabwean Lives Matter. And to be honest, I was like, okay, give me the person's contacts and I'll contact them. So I contacted the person and when the person asked me um, what I'm all about, I was like, you know what, don't worry about me. I actually have a perfect person who can speak on this. So I recommended Tande. Um, Tande is a friend of mine. Some um, Most people know her as Mamox. So I was like, no, I have this person. So um, I, I, I and then copied a tweet and I sent the person. So so what I did, I screenshot um, the conversation that I had with this person and I sent Mamox. I was like, listen, um, there's this person who's looking for someone to speak on Zimbabwean lives matter and then my mom was like to me so I sent her everything you know so she's like to me so why aren't you doing it and I'm like because I don't I don't think it's the platform that I want to be on I'm not comfortable with the space then she was like okay can I be frank don't try to be fake humble here brah like don't try to be hum- uh, to be humble when it's actually false humility you are probably self-sabotaging yourself and you are, and your thinking is humility. So, I'm, so we started talking about it. I'm like, listen, um, for me, I know what I can do and what I can't do. And speaking on these issues, I'm never comfortable because you're not just speaking for yourself, but you're speaking um, for others in Bible's, you know. And it was like, oh, okay, if you say that, you say that. But it got me thinking, am I being false humble am i trying to portray false humility because i know that i have moments where i sabotage myself you know where i always recommend other people and not you know and the other thing that she made me think about how i'm such a perfectionist guys like i want everything to come out perfectly you know i want to i want to i always want things to come out in an excellent way so and i'm so i'm such a hard critic of myself before other people critic myself just know that i've done a great job doing it you know i'm such a perfectionist i think i even mentioned in in another episode that i did with my friend say that i'm such a perfectionist you know um when i give out my work when i do my work believe that even when i when it's out there i'm scratching myself i'm like yes we could have done it differently so when tanda said you know what maybe you're portraying false humility and i started thinking about it and it made me think about one conversation that i had on twitter when someone said most of most of the people never change because they're like i'm in jalo or uh, leave me like this so i've learned that even when my friends say that even when my mom said to me maybe it could be false humility i do not wrap your shit out and be like ah ninjalo or um this is the way I am or I'm comfortable with a certain platforms. Like I started to think about I'm like, okay, I need to really think about this. You know, do I 
portray false humility am i really trying to be humble when I, when i'm actually fake you know um so that it's, it's like she made me think about it so i want to so my lesson really is we need to accept feedback from our friends we, it might not be what we want to hear or it might not be exactly what we do but i think it's very good for us to really take time and really think about what other people say about us and what they think of us you know and it's not always an attack or like i do not even feel like oh mama is attacking me personally but i'm like you know what maybe my friend has noticed something in me that i do and that i need to work on you know i might be assuming that i'm not comfortable with these spaces for other reasons maybe i'm actually self sabotaging myself and also you know maybe um as well um she will not have said your portraying a uh, false humility but she has always said that my friend you always avoid um taking spaces um you know because you 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 are too hard on yourself so I started thinking about it I'm still thinking about it so my first lesson really is really take time to listen to your friend when they're giving you feedback about yourself you may not like it or it may not be exactly what you wanted to hear but at the end of the day just listen you know and always take what they say from a from a place of love and know it's not easy you know um it's one, it's one thing that I've learned and that I keep learning that I need to uh really listen and not be defensive in a way because then I will not grow so self awareness allows us teaches us that we need to get feedback from our friends and we need to be comfortable and not every person will have you know um genuine criticism but you know what you can always say okay this person said this i can think about this and someone said on twitter that hey, other people are trying to change us sometimes it's not like other people are trying to change us it's just that we get comfortable with being you know with with not wanting to grow you know so yeah i've taken long on this lesson but i thought that i should share that so the other thing that my goodness my biggest lesson as well has been dealing with my triggers you know i i've said this i think in another episode that i'm such a person who was so reactionary like you, when you say something I'm like oh I'll respond, you know, like I'll try to defend myself. But now, bra, like when you come to me and you attack me, I'll give you a K, bra. I'll say okay and move on. Like you will not get me, you know. And I'm not saying that now I'm not reactionary, but I've, I I'm learning to manage my reactions. Like I'm learning to manage my triggers. I I remember seeing this on Twitter. You know what? If you hear me refer to Twitter it's because like I'm such a Twitter addict. I'm always on Twitter like 24 hours. 24 hours, 7 days, 365. Like I'm such an addict. Like someone needs to help me because I'm failing. Like I'm failing dismally. So this person said on Twitter that it's not my responsibility not to post or say anything that will trigger you. You know, I may try because I think as human beings we need to be um be away that um of other people's feelings but the person said you know what at the end of the day it is your responsibility to deal with the triggers to manage your triggers and you know that tweet spoke to me i started thinking about it that all this time um my focus was okay you need to you need to take into account my feelings you need to take into account uh my emotions 
and make sure that you do not trigger me. But it's not their responsibility. It is my responsibility to deal with my triggers. You know, if I know that if you say something about me being in Dewele or being a woman, I need to get to a space where no matter what you say, you know, you'll not get a reactionary out of me, a reaction out of me. You know, you will not get me all defensive and angry and 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 and, and, and beating uh, and beating you up. You know, because it's my responsibility. So that tweet has changed my life. It keeps changing my life. I always remember. I always remember that tweet in particular. I always think about. I'm like, you know, it is not anyone's responsibility. It is my responsibility because I used to be so bad. I remember. Um, if I heard someone say this about me, I'll be the first to be like, I heard you say this. Like, it was crazy. Like, when I think about it, I'm just so embarrassed for myself. I'm like, you know what? I could have done better. And I remember, and, and, and you know, like some, some relationships actually broke down because that, because of me failing to deal with my triggers, because of me failing to deal with my emotions, you know? So my biggest lesson is oh now is deal with the triggers like deal with the triggers yes um other people would have said this or they've done this to you but at the end of the day um you have to manage yourself you have to deal with yourself so it's one of my lessons and this is also my favorite lesson you know what um since i could remember i've always been inquisitive i've always been fascinated with knowledge i remember God bless my dad. He passed away. He used to say, Samu, you know what? You're going to spend all our money on education. You know, if we don't stop you. At that time, I really wanted to do a PhD, but well, that fell by the wayside. But I, I always wanted to learn. I always wanted to read. So this year, one of my mentors, actually, I read one of his articles on this thing called Discovery of Ignorance. And I was like, yes. I get this. I connect to this so much. You need to discover your ignorance. You need to learn. Like you, you should never get to a space or a time when you feel like you know everything. I know we are in this generation where we always have to present ourselves as all-knowing, you know, as God that we know everything. You know, I remember sharing this with a friend of mine because I organize workshops and trainings and all these things. And what I what I picked in each and every session was people come to sessions with this attitude that, you know what, I want to hear what they'll say, and I want to show them that I know. And, you know, and I realized that it was such a bad attitude, and I promised myself that I'll never do that. When I go to a space, I make sure that I humble myself in a way that I'm like, you know what, let me open myself to learning. They may say things that I already know, but there's always one thing that you will not know, you know, so... I noticed that so many people do that. Like when you call, when they come for your events, when they come for my events, you see someone wanting to, you know, sh- to show off in a way to the facilitator. Like I know better than you. And when I saw what the article uh, by my mentor saying that you need to discover ignorance, you need to be open, always be open to learn, always be open to learn. Discover why you don't know things. Discover where your ignorance is. Do you know what? This has been life-changing for me. I've always been like that, but it has opened me up more. You know, where I'm curious, where I'm asking questions, like where I'm like, I don't know how to pronounce this. Please tell me. Or I, I don't know how this is done. And you know what? Like, it made me think of what Mamo said about my false humility. And I'm like, you know what? I'm that person that wants to get on a platform 
having something to share that is very important that someone can take one or two things but at the same time you know you don't want to get to a a platform wanting to sound perfect and wanting to have been someone who knows everything because then you you don't listen to other speakers you don't listen to other panelists because you feel like you have the answers and this is our downfall as human beings especially Zimbabweans that are known to be oh the most literate the the, the academics you know but you need to say you know as much as I'm literate as much as I as I am an academic on aspect let me learn you know so this is one of my biggest lessons to be honest like you hear me say one of my biggest lessons all my lessons are big brah all my lessons are amazing because because i've been excited to learn this discover your ignorance and i think i've shared it on twitter and when i meet people i'm always saying discover your ignorance discover your ignorance so my next lesson is writing your own story i'm a big 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 advocate on writing your own story you know um and sharing your story on your platforms you know don't wait for someone else to give you a platform like you know what um we are in the digital world that allows us you know to have our own platforms you have twitter you have facebook you have instagram you have whatsapp like you can share your story and what i've learned is when you share your story when you own your story when you own your truth no one can use it against you like me i'm not comfortable you know people are not comfortable with when you share that you know what i was dumped seven years ago or this person did this to me or i did that person i remember this other time on twitter i shared about the time when i dribbled well basically cheated on my boyfriend and i'm not proud um of that i was and i can't even say i was young but i was young and and other people were like why are you sharing such stories like why are you such an open book but you know what i own my story i own my weaknesses i own my past i own my failures and there's some things that i'm still yet to share you know that i'm learning that i'm still learning to be comfortable with you know i want to share my own story in my own voice in my own um in my own way you know because at the end of the day um if I wait for other people to share my story, they will not say it in a way that I want it to be shared, you know. So I'm a big believer. Own your story. Write your own story. I'm not a writer. Like um, my other mentor was saying to me the other day, he was like, Samu, you need to think about writing. I'm not a writer, okay. I can't write to save my life, you know. So I was like, you know what, you're not the first person. Um, one of my favorite people, um, Sunny has said to me, Samu, you, you need to write, you need to write. And, and I always say, you know what, the only thing that I can do for you is to to do, uh, record myself and then you will see what to do because she's a writer. I was like, I'm not going to write. Unless and, and until you agree to this, I'm not writing. Well, she has offered herself, but I think for now I'm comfortable with doing the podcast or writing on my Facebook well, Twitter and WhatsApp, you know, owning my story and sharing my story. And even I'm grateful for the platform that I've been given where I go around speaking, um, where I'm invited to speak or to facilitate on personal development and all that. So I get to share my stories with others. But you know what? You don't have to wait for plat- big platforms to share your story. You can share your story um, in any way, you know. Um, you can even write in a journal. Like, I don't know, but just write your story. And be comfortable with your story. Like, my story is not glorious. Like, it's not... <laughs> it ha- It's beautiful, but it's not perfect. You know, it has so many ups and downs. It, there's so many dark moments, but it's my story. You know, I will not change it for the world. Like, I always think about 
but if I could go back in time and change things and I always ask myself would I be where I am today like I don't know so and I don't want to waste my time trying to you know trying to wish and wishing that I could change A, B like I can't I can't go back in time so I can only learn from my story and write it in a way or draw it in a way that reflects what has happened so far anyway um, my next lesson is perfection is not attainable my goodness <laughs> perfection is not attainable like remember i said i'm a perfectionist like i've learned i'm learning i'm still learning let me not say i've learned because i'm still le- learning and that perfection is not attainable i can i can push myself to do the best that i can i can um strive for excellence but perfection is not attainable why am i saying this is because like i started recording um a podcast for uh, for my mentor, one of my mentors, and every time I want to be perfect, and I realize, you know what, my English will not allow me to be perfect, and I need to be okay with that. I have my Ndebele accent, I have my Kalanga, my 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 Ndebele mix with Kalanga accent, you know, <laughs> so I can never attain perfection, no matter what, and I'll never sound I'll never sound like um like a British person, no matter how much I try. So this podcast, actually recording for him, is teaching me um, that perfectionism is not attainable. Like, I can't. Because, you know what, if I'm going to be authentic and if I'm going to be true to myself, like, I have to give you all of me in, in every way, you know. So, and I even if I try to fine-tune my voice and do whatever, it will never come out the way that I want, you know, in terms of perfection. But I'm having fun now because I realize, you know what, perfection um perfection is perfection is not and is not attainable. So and the other thing is, um I don't know all the big words. So when I'm doing the podcast I'm like, oh my goodness, all these words <laughs> but but I'm I'm learning to be comfortable. So uh, doing that has taught me and keeps teaching me that you know what, just do the best that you can do. You know, you can strive for excellence but at the end of the day you know you'll not be 100 percent. you can fall at 90 percent even character wise you know like when i was growing up i just wanted to be known um as this perfect girl no boyfriend i'm just i'm not sleeping with anyone i'm not but hey i felt along the way like dismal i'm always failing and you know what and i'm not saying people should sleep around or anything but i've learned that you know what in my pursuit for perfectionism, I felt dismally because there's no human being that can ever attain that. I'm flawed as I can ever be. You know, I am, I, I am just a human being. It, this does not mean that we need to make excuses, but it's a realization for me. It was a big realization for me that, you know what, the girl that I think I am, I'm not. The, the, the perfection that I think I can possess as a human being is so impossible so let me live life to the best of my abilities and try to to be a better human being to grow because what i'm trying to do it will never work so that's what i've learned um my other lesson is oh my goodness this has taken me a long time that my voice matters my voice matters <laughs> oh my goodness my voice matters and my feelings matter um my emotions matter you know, like I've always struggled. I think now that's why I'm so vocal because I've I've realized that you know what I matter and my voice matters. That's why I'm speaking on Twitter nonstop. Um, 
because I, now I understand that I matter, my voice matters. You know, I I I grew up being silenced to like, oh, don't talk too much. Um, a good girl, a good woman does not talk too much. A good woman does not question things. Her voice is so, oh, she know she should not speak like this. But you know, when I learned that, you know what, I matter, and that my feelings matter. Now I'm I'm not afraid to share my feelings. Um, if I don't share my feelings with you, it's because I would have like, you know what. Uh, this is not worth it. But now, if I can, I, I will tell you that you know what, what you did to me, I don't like it. I don't appreciate it. Um, it it's been a liberation for me because um, I struggle so much with sharing, uh, sharing, sharing with people my feelings because I've always been like, ah, oh, no, your, like people don't really say to you that your feelings met, that your feelings don't matter, but the way that they try to silence you when you speak up about your feelings that they've hurt you or they've done. A, B, C that you don't like, you you can see that here I'm being silenced, you know, and someone, when you voice out your concerns and someone, like, they, they, they ignore you and they treat it as a small matter, and we don't realize that we do that to people, and then they start, you know, being quiet and not sharing, and then you feel like, why are you like this? Like, it's because what, it's because of our actions, you know, so I've learned that my voice matters, you know, even when I speak on Zim, Zimbabwean issues, it's coming from a place of knowing that my voice matters whether you think it matters or not i know that my voice matters it's been so liberating you if you see me being loud understand that it comes from this place of knowing that my voice matters and my feelings matter and i'm not apologetic now you know um you know i I, recently i told someone that um that that him and I should not have certain conversations and the person kept saying I don't care about what you say I don't care about your feelings this is how I do my things this is how I I, I communicate with my friends this is how then I was like you know what I kept telling the person listen um because I know that my feelings matter this I will not take you can't speak to me about this um and then the person did not understand and I was like okay you know what I'll block you know, and I block the person, and I'm not a person who likes blocking people. I hate blocking people because I feel like it silences the other person. But I think sometimes when you keep telling a person who's supposedly your friend that you don't like A and B, and you're not attacking them as a person, but you're just saying your actions and your behavior, I don't like this, and they keep doing it, then I'm like, you know what, it's not worth it, so I'm out. You know, so even if we go back and be like, but someone did tell me that she did not like A, B, and C, you know, because now I know that I met her. If you are not taking into account my feelings and my emotions, like, we don't need to be hanging around. We don't need to be friends. And I don't need to be apologetic, apologetic because I used to apologize so much for feeling the way that I felt. Like, but now I'm like, ah, I'm out, you know, because I know that I met her. Um... And guarding my heart above all else, listen, like this has been my weakness forever because it has taken me forever to really understand what it means to guard your heart above all else, you know, creating boundaries for myself and knowing that someone can cross this, you know, because I, I, when I look back, when I take stock of my life and I realize that I did not guard my heart, I did not create boundaries that allowed me to guard my heart. That's why I'm always crying about heartbreaks and whatever, but it comes from me not guarding my heart, you know, and and someone showing me that they're not good for me, but I'm here opening myself and thinking that I'm Jesus, you know. So 
I've learned, I remember one of my spiritual mentors saying to me, Samuel, you need to guard your heart. You need to guard your heart because out of your heart flows the issues of life. Once your heart is done, once your heart is broken and destroyed, like nothing of life flows out of it. Like you just become a bitter person. And I don't think I want to be a bitter person. I don't think anyone wants to be a bitter person because when you're a bitter person, you bleed everywhere. Like no one wants to be associated with you. Like it's just a mess. So my lesson has been um, guarding my heart above all else, knowing that you know what, when my heart is in, when my heart is full, when my heart is at peace, like I'm, I'm a pleasure to be with, you know, and um, I'm able to work with others. So I'm able to relationship with others in a way that's beneficial to both parties and whatever parties. So guard your heart above all else is my other lesson. Oh, the other lesson is I will not be everyone's friend. You know, I think most of us struggle here. Like, we always do things in the hope that we'll be liked by everyone. Yo, that's a pursuit that we'll never attain, no matter what. You know, if if Jesus, God himself, failed to get everyone to like him, who are you, a mere mortal? <laughs> who are you to think that everyone will like you? And for me, it has been freeing to realize that, you know what, no matter how much I try, no one will like me. Not everyone will like me. And it's the same thing. I will not like everyone. I can pray and fast. I will not like certain behaviors from... Like, I will not. I can love you with the love of God. But I will not like everyone, you know. And not everyone will like me, you know. Because I think sometimes we use so much energy trying to get everyone to like us. But it's not going to happen. So live your life the best way that you can. And I think it's been freeing for me that, you know what, let me not try to make everyone like me, you know, it's it's impossible, so let me live my life the way that I want to live, and let me do what I need to do, and those who like me will like me, you know, and those who don't, who don't, And, and it's been good for me, you know, because now I don't have to force myself, I don't have to pretend, because out here we're trying to pretend, because we want to be liked, you know, because we want to be on the list of the most influential or the most popular so you go out of your way you're broken but you're just going out of your way to make others you know like you so someone once said to me that if you are authentic um if you're true to yourself you know you attract those that um that will connect with you you know you don't have to be going out of your way to to be liked yeah so my other lesson, I, I wrote it as Safa Risha. <laughs> I always say this to a friend of mine that, hey, M. Shaveni, on this earth, we came to suffer. But I think Christians will not be happy with me when I say this because, I mean, we always have to be positive. But when I say Safa Risha, when I say that we came to suffer, it's, it's accepting that um, life as much as it's beautiful, it has this downfall, it has this peace. Like, life is not going to be all glorious and all sunny and all beautiful and all, no. Life, you know, we will have moments of pain, we will have moments of heartbreak, we will have moments of, I don't even know what I'm doing on this. It's like, why am I even here? And and accept that life is like that, you know, and take, take each day as it comes, you know. And that's what I learned. Like when I have a bad day, I remind, I remind myself, like, you know what, today is a bad day and I'm going to deal with this bad day. But it's part of life, you know, it's part of the journey, you know. Like 
for Christians, we know that the Bible says that uh, Jesus says that there will be troubles, you know, um, in this in this life, but we will overcome. So when I say Zosafarisha, I don't mean it in a way that I'll make someone else lose hope completely. Just accept that life has ups and downs, you know, and 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 take life as it comes, and 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 know that at the end of the day. We are going to overcome, you know. Um, that's how life is, you know. Even the people that you think they don't suffer, they might have money that you don't have, but you don't know behind people's closed doors what they're going through, you know, because we always assume that when someone has money or they have a husband or a wife or they have children or whatever, then their lives are perfect. No. We all struggle in one area or the other, you know, so that has been my lesson. Um, the other lesson for me has been um, uh, things happen at the right time. <sighs> I don't know if I should say that or whatever is for me is for me, you know. I'm a go-getter. Um, I'm a bulldozer. When I want something, I want to go and get it. Like, you will not stop me. If I want something, if I say I want this, even if it will take me a long time, I want to go and get it. And I knock on doors. I'm not afraid of knocking on doors and, and reaching out to people that others will be like, ah, me, I don't want this person to ignore me. I don't mind. Like, I'll knock on your door. But there's some times when I'm knocking on them, them doors and nothing is happening or when I contact a person and they're just blocking me. I've learned to relax. I've learned to rest and say, you know what? If this door is meant to open, eventually to open for me if this this window was supposed to open for me at this moment it will open for me but if it doesn't it's okay and i move on but that doesn't mean that i don't knock on doors i knock on doors why am i saying this i'll use an example i'll use my mentor actually because we had a conversation about this at the time and i was saying to him there was a time when i when i was working on a program for um uh, for civic education, so I was doing it for these women, uh, and so I sent him an email. I was like, "Listen, um, this is what I'm doing. Can you please help me out on designing like um, a module for this?" Well, he never responded. I think I damned him. He never responded. And um, by the grace of God, <laughs> um, some I think it was a year or two years after, actually two years after. He then sent me a message. I moved on from... I knocked that door and did not open and I moved on. Then he sent me a message. And from there we started talking. Like, you know, we... we he started, like... He started helping me, you know. And it was now other things as well. And I've been learning and I've been growing. And I was saying to him, you know what? Some things happen just at the right time, you know. Um, I think if it had happened at that time when I knocked on that door, we would not have gotten to this space. But because life has its own way, um, and now because it's happening at the right time, it's so much better, and I'm learning so much. So sometimes, you know what, you may knock on doors and you may push for certain things, and they don't happen, and you feel like um, they will never happen, and you feel discouraged and you give up. You know what, just let that packet continue with their life, keep knocking on other doors, and eventually, what's meant for you happen and and i see it all the time and i'll use another example there was a time when i was asked to apply 
for a program in the States and I applied and they wanted six young Africans and I, they put me on standby, I was number seven. So they said to me, if someone drops out, you go. Well, who would do that? Like everyone wants to go to America. <laughs> everyone wants to go to America. So no one dropped. I was number seven, I was on standby. They wanted six Africans, they went. And I forgot about it. I moved on. I kept doing what I knew I was called to do. And in 2018, um, towards the end of the year, I was asked, uh, Samge, can you please send your stuff? Um, I started, I sent, and I was not even, you know, like, the person who called me had to push me because I was not feeling it. So I sent my documents. And when I sent my documents last year in 2019, I went um, for a youth program, Women in Politics and CSOs. Let me tell you, it was the best thing that I ever did. Like, it was so eye-opening. I felt like it came at the right time. So what am I saying? You know what? You can push on doors. You can knock on doors. But allow nature to take its course as well. Yeah. Yeah. Allow nature to take its course. And the other lesson for me has been um, life is really short. Uh, this year I lost one of my favorite people in the whole world. Like this man, I respected him so much. He was like a brother to me. He was an uncle to me. And he passed away. And even though I'd lost my dad, you know, um, in 2012, losing him because he was so close to me, you know, um, I said thing about how fragile life is and how short life is and and we take it for granted. I think I mentioned when I started this podcast that we take life for granted, but life is really short and I've seen so many young people on Twitter uh, writing about their loved ones who passed away and these are young people. And for me, every day I say, you know what, I'm, I want to make sure that I write my story. I, I do things that will leave a legacy for me that I want to leave behind, you know. So, my advice to you is remember this, that life is so short. Life is so short. And one of my close friends, Kosi, lost someone, very um, a cousin. And this young man, um, a well-known artist in Bulawayo, Kelvin, he passed away recently. And he had a bright future ahead of him. I'm sure he had so many plans. And I'm sure he had goals and dreams that he wanted to achieve. But he passed away. And I want us to honor um, our lives and honor these young people that have passed away and remember that you know what if this person was alive they could be doing something and I'm out here sitting and 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 not going after what I'm meant to go after so please remember this and go after your goals today you know uh, people have always asked me about procrastination that they are so bad at procrastinating if we are <sighs> excuse me we are procrastinating because we think that we have another day but we don't so do what you need to do you know do what you know that you're called to do because life is not promised you know we the people who passed away doesn't mean that they do not want to live for the next 50 or 100 years they did but it's something that we we have no control over so do what you need to do because life is really 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 short you know my dad passed away i think he was 56 and brother Wu, he was what, um, 40, 46 if I'm not mistaken, he was very young and he was still saying he wants to achieve things, he wants to do things, but he never got to do them, you know, so I always think about them now, I'm like, man, I need, I need to do one thing a day, you know, 
because I don't know if I'm going to wake up the next day or not. And another thing is um, we need to forgive, forgive ourselves and forgive others because as life is short, like why do you want to go, um, why do you want to die carrying all these burdens and crutches? Like let go, <laughs> let go because life is short, you know. So yeah, um, the other lesson for me is putting in the work please put in the work like for me i read a lot and one of the things that i've learned is that so many people that we see that are doing so great they are they are doing amazing things we see them and we assume that that it just came from nowhere but people put in the work i know there's this concept of 10 putting 10,000 10, 10, hours of work you know so please uh, put in the work like for me i believe that we need to put in the work i try by all means to put in the work because i don't want to envy others and thinking that they did not put in the work when they did you know because you see people and you envy them and you don't know that they spent sleepless nights they 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 they, they spent 10 years or 100 years failing and we see them succeeding and we think oh you know life is so unfair or these guys but people really do put in the work you know so even if they are getting riches and successes from their family members those family members put in the work they may inherit wealth or whatever but the family members would have put in the work please put in the work and don't put in mediocre work like so let's strive for excellence my goodness you know let's put in the work that is excellent let's try by all means we're not perfect and sometimes when we're starting things they'll not be perfect but we have to keep hammering until we 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 get our excellence you know oh uh, my lesson my other lesson is you know some things are not worth losing your friends and all your loved ones you know sometimes you you think back you know and you're like but what happened to that friend of mine like why are we not talking or we just let small things and when i say small things i'm not talking about things that um that destroy your spirit or who you are no but there's certain what can i say like i have a good friend well well this person was a good friend of mine and we just stopped talking and i'm always asking like myself that what happened you know we we stopped communicating and no one ever bothered to ask uh, what what happened here but it was such a great friendship. And even when we see each other, there's no hard feelings. We're like, hi, hi. But you know what? If we had communicated or if she had a bad feeling about me or if she did not like something about me, I wish she had told me. You know, I'm sure we would have fixed it because there's some great relationships that can still be fixed, that can be fixed, you know. But we allow small things, if I may, I may say small things. But when I say small things, it depends on on the weight of the issue you know so yeah because someone says ah, i might be small to you but to us but there's certain things like that even when you think about it just like this was not worth it you know to lose my loved one over you know um i think this will be my last um lesson because i think i've gone over my time uh for me is gratitude 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 please um it's been my lesson i think it has kept me and is keeping me like i started this practice of um writing every day i send my closest friend her name is cleo i send her every day think three things that i'm grateful for in life every day every day i make sure that i send and she sends me as well and what i've noticed with this exercise that it has helped me when i'm feeling low you know, I start to think about what what I would have said to him. Like, you know what? 
okay i'm going through this or i'm feeling like this but you know what there's this to be grateful for and it is teaching me it has allowed me to realize that you know what to take a day as it comes and deal with life and not always like you know when you're going through hell and you're like you start to think about every bad thing that's happening in your life and every bad day that you ever had or every heartbreak that you ever had and you start to pile all those things and you get so heavy and depressed but gratitude is allowing me to say you know what today is a bad day it's okay tomorrow will be a better day and i'm not even lying like and i may tell you today that i'm so low but trust me tomorrow i'll be like yo tomorrow is a new day and you'll think i'm 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 bipolar or i'm psychotic or whatever but i've learned that you know what today is a today is this day and this is how i feel but tomorrow is a better day you know and and i think about the things that i'm grateful for you know so yeah it's very helpful for me i keep doing it i make sure that i do it and also the other things that i do is i make sure that i do my devotions they keep me they keep me going um i make sure that i re- i read my devotions and 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 and, and, and get my spirit man up so these are my lessons and I, um that i can share for today but i have so many lessons you know my life as i said i'm i'm very inquisitive i'm i always want to learn i always want to grow those so there's so many lessons but you know what i can only share these for today and i hope they will help you and i hope that you relate and you connect so please tell me uh what else um you want me to share for those that um listen to me please do share and i will share um but anyway thank you so much for taking your time my name is amgesu chuma and this is from my heart where i share my experiences my thoughts and my lessons please take care life is too short bye